the weather's going to be like. Let's call Joe Biden and ask him. He's the weatherman. He's the weatherman. Yeah, meteorologist Joe Biden with the answers on your weather because that's why Hunter would call him. <laughs> according to the talking uh, about the weather, right? According right. to the Democrats, <laughs> oh God! The Democrat answer when they came out of the uh, Devin Archer thing yesterday. Here we go. It was clear that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father, uh-huh. yeah. um, and it was and and sounds like most of the time, uh, yes. Now President Biden didn't even know. Who the people he was at dinner? He was just asked to say hello, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and he well, would, you know, talk about? about the the way he described it several times. Uh-huh. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was. See, that was how, the thing. Uh, they would call on. Joe in the middle of these. Uh, he would be yes. meeting with like the Barisma guys, and they would call Joe and go, "Hey, Dad, can you give us a weather report? Yeah, we're going to have partly cloudy skies oh, over here. Come on, man. And you know, here's the deal, man. I'm sitting here, and I, I never watch ABC this late in the day. Right. I always have it on Fox to see the traffic and all that. But I got to know. ABC now because Fox is showing soccer, and they're they're doing Trump and Trump's uh, work, guy who worked for Trump facing sure. charges, and they're doing Trump facing his third indictment. Here he goes, Trump is going down, baby. They have yet to say one word about Devin Archer and all that. I'm riding around. I'm listening to KTSA yesterday, off and on throughout the day, and every ABC report is starting with the Trump thing, man. They're not even mentioning Devin Archer if they can avoid it. It's 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 fascinating to observe. So CNN, <laughs> CNN, to their credit, they did mention it, but here's what CNN said about it yesterday. <clears throat> Hunter was merely selling the illusion of access oh, to his father. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> not, the illusion? That's right. Because, you see, he wanted to show off. So what he would oh, do is God. tell his people, like, while they were having dinner, he would call and say, my dad's the vice president. Let me show you. And he'd call his dad and say, hey, dad. Hey, champ, how's the weather where you are? Let me tell you how the weather is here in D.C. All you have to do in your mind is swap out Biden for a Republican vice president. And all things being equal, you're telling me these very same people would be, no, it was just niceties, man. They were just swapping niceties. You, you're telling me if that had been a Republican VP and then a, a Republican president, that all they'd be fine with that. We just like they're fine with this. That's a very good analogy. A crap. We don't have to even guess at that because... The Trump family, <laughs> right. Donald Trump and the two boys, were extremely well-known worldwide for real estate dealings, right? Prior to him getting into office. Correct. And and the media, the Democrat media, crawled all up inside of them. They did all kinds of investigative reporting, 60 Minutes, on their real right. estate deals and all that. Couldn't find anything wrong. Couldn't find anything they did wrong. But they did investigative reporting oh, yes. and deep dives into it, and they won't even touch this mess well that that you people are protecting the worst human beings on the planet you're 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 protecting people that in any other freaking universe you would despise that is correct corruption racism misogyny abuse you know all that stuff and yet no you just biden just happened to be there they were talking about the powerball you know i mean come on man the The weather weather. well just the idea that they're just Shooting the crap over meaningless niceties, <laughs> you know. I mean, that that's an absurd explana- explanation. Why, put- why that? His whatever he said. If Biden went on the phone and said, "Hey, champ, my ass scratches or my ass itches," you know, I wouldn't. Ma- the idea that he's there during these meetings in any way, shape, or form 
is the brand. Well, Arch is right. They're, they're selling the idea yeah. that I could talk to this guy anytime I want and make what you want to have happen, happen. Right. That is the point of, of all of this. And, yes. and logical thinking human beings. Well, there's your first they, mistake. They get it. <laughs> that he would call him to prove the fact that I can get in yes. touch with him anytime. And like in the case of Burisma, they were at dinner. He was at dinner with those guys from Burisma. And they called his dad and said, we need this taken care of. And dad yes. said, okay. And he jumps on a plane. And hey, son of a bitch, I got him fired. You know, that whole thing we've all been through a million times. Yeah. What a crock, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, I'd rather they just say, you know what? Because he's our guy, we're cool with this, you know? And he's the best president ever, and we support him. Rather than, than lie and, and, and spin this crap beyond all reason. I mean, this is ridiculous, uh, man. I, let me ask you a question, because I, <clears throat> I don't watch Fo- As you know, I've, I've, I've gotten off the Fox track, right? Right, right. But yesterday, because all this was going on, I turned them on to see if there were updates on Devin Archer. Right. Sure enough, there were, and the five rolls around. I haven't seen the five in a long time, but they've got this Jessica Tarlov. Oh, yeah, the is tall that, Russian chick. Is that her well, name? Well, she's not Russian. I just assume she. Yeah, she's the tall liberal and, chick. And she's the liberal. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, you are making up crap to defend the indefensible. You well, can't. How do you sit there and defend something that cannot be defended? And, and these are people that can't <laughs> shut up about their morality and how they care about the little guy. And, you know, they ultimately were the party that cares. And yet you're circling the wagons around a guy who was absolutely soulless when it comes to morality and ethics. Right. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Pee Wee a little bit later on, you know, the whole <laughs> the you dead, know, pervert. dead pervert, right? That's but, a hell of a thing to hear when you're first driving in. Right. Talk about dead, dead perverts on the air. But, you know, that's if, classy. If, you know, Joe fits right <laughs> in that camp. Now, I don't know if he's dead. I don't believe he's dead. They, they keep punching him over there well, on the beach to see if he moves. Mentally, he might Correct. be a little DOA. But, you know, here again, going back to what you just said, them circling the wagons around the worst people imaginable, if that were Donald Trump, all Donald Trump said was you can grab them by the hoo-hahs, right? That's all. He, and, yes. and he never did it. There's never been an allegation no. that he actually did it. He was popping off his locker room talk. But Joe Biden is recorded on video after video of pulling young girls to Yeesh. him and sniffing their hair. He did that last week when he was leaving Finland, and he sniffed that young girl's hair. Oh, She's trying God. to get all that crap. The point is, if that were a Republican, you know what the media would be doing with that. Well, yeah, and uh, you know they live in these two realities. It, it's really, it's really lucky for you when you can maintain several standards uh, at one time, depending on what you need. And who you need to impress. And that's really what's it. If the shoe were on the other foot, they'd be completely different. Donald Trump, if this were Donald Trump and he was guilty of everything we're seeing Joe Biden is guilty of, he'd be out of office already. You got it. He'd be in a jail cell. They impeached him for what Joe Biden actually did. They did. Okay. So now you have been saying for a while, you know, and we agree, uh, Joe's done. I mean, he's just, they just haven't told him. Oh, and yeah, maybe they've told him, but he's, he's just done. a warm body and yeah. barely that. Uh, you, you've been consistent in saying Kamala, and I'm going to get to that in a second. I've been saying, yeah, they're trying other people, Michelle. I thought they were trying maybe uh, testing out Gavin Newsom. They even brought him into the White House and rolled up his sleeves, took his tie off, God. and let him take pictures in the White House. And all that stuff. Yeah. So they've been testing all these people. Well, ABC rolls out Lindsey Davis to talk with Kamala, okay, to right. support your theory that Kamala's Kamala's the guy. Well, I don't know. But, but you said that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be something easy to do. Yeah, and so they're trying to rehabilitate the gaggling goose, right? <laughs> 
And so now they do this serious interview where she's all serious now instead of, you know, goofing off and giggling and, you know, going on one word. Right. They've got her in a wide-ranging interview now with ABC, softball questions that she obviously had the answers to, right. looking very presidential while she was answering uh. these very serious questions. The puppet masters, in other words, right. arranging this interview to rehabilitate her into somebody who could be uh, president. She talked about Florida education, and Ron DeSantis answered it very well in that letter that he wrote her last night. It was a brilliant letter, funny. He got her. Uh, she talked about illegal immigrants who are shipped all over this country by Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis. And Joe Biden. Well, that's it. <laughs> you know, she talked about how human beings should not be pawns in politics. That's a terrible way to treat human beings. Really? The number one traffic human traffickers on planet Earth are her and Joe Biden. Pretty much. They yeah. are tra human yeah. traffickers. So <laughs> here she is, ABC, Lindsay Davis, says, you know, you've got you, – you Rating numbers that really suck, you know. <laughs> and do they suck because you're a black woman? <laughs> Listen. There are reports that say that you have the lowest approval rating of any vice president. I'm curious how much of a role, if any, that you feel race and gender play in that. <laughs> well, there are polls that also say I have great approval ratings. I think the point that has to okay, be made that's is we that. don't need our answer. No, you don't. Not, you don't have great approval. Where <laughs> on what planet do you have great approval ratings, you moron? But you knew that ABC was going to have to bring race and gender into it. If she were a white man and she were doing white straight dude and she were doing and saying all the same stuff, I'd still say she was an idiot. And ABC wouldn't ask that question. Of course not. Are your ratings bad because you're a white man? How's it feel, ABC, to be protecting an idiot? <laughs> you know, exactly. Well, good on you, man. Exactly. Well done. All right, quick break. More Wear and Rima coming up with BG products in your vehicle. You'll have the peace of mind knowing you've got maximum protection for whatever it is you're driving. If it's gas or if it's diesel, if it's a big truck or a small car, anything in between, these BG products are outstanding. When you put them inside the crankcase, that gives you maximum lubricity inside there, which means you have less friction, less heat, less wear and tear on the parts and pieces inside the engine. For just a few dollars every time you have your oil change, you're getting this insurance policy that will help you prevent this uh, uh, the, the breakdown that could happen out here when it's 105 degrees on 1604, the breakdown you don't want to have happen. We also have the projections for the August gasoline prices, and they are through the roof. Gas is going up on average right now over 20 cents a week on average right here in San Antonio. Protect yourself against that with the BG44K. It's the best fuel system treatment I've ever seen anywhere. It cleans the entire system out, gets you better gas mileage as well. Anytime you have the oil change, you don't do this. They do it for you whenever you have the oil change. Whatever shop you go to, just ask for the BG service. BGfindashop.com. It'll be hot today, about 104 for the high. 79 right now, KTSA. Good morning. Still working that show. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We haven't gotten into the whole Hunter Biden telling Devin Archer that Chinese chairman loved him, Hunter, for his last name and how he represents the posse of godlike Aryan men. We'll excellent. Uh, we'll excellent, it, man. We'll March on. <laughs> Get those hands in the air. That's right. Pee Wee Herman. Okay. <laughs> the Peaster. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Well, I mean, you know, my initial reaction is just all these people, you know, that uh, from that era are just slipping away, man. And uh, Pee Wee, I'm kind of like you in that, but by the time the show started, I was, uh, you know, already out having a good time and I wasn't home on Saturday mornings to watch Saturday morning cartoons uh, and TV shows. But it, it, well, the thing about him is, 
you either got him or you didn't get him. And the thing to get about Pee Wee is that there was an inherent joke in what he was doing. Because what he was doing was actually making fun of children's programming as it had been up to that point. Uh, I didn't watch the show. The movie was great, especially if you're high, and I watched it high many times. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 It was the 80s, dude. I mean, yeah. you know, we watched everything, Stone. But, I mean, uh, you know, it was, it was a funny movie. It took on kind of a cult-like status. But he was, uh, he was a weird dude. He was an interesting dude. And uh, I, I think the moment I'll never forget about him was after he'd been arrested in the porn theater, he was doing some award show. I can't remember what it was. It was a big award show, the Oscars, the Emmys, or something like that. And he hadn't said anything public about it yet. And he just comes out, and everybody's like, oh, my God, there's Pee Wee. And all he said was, heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> and he laughed, and the whole audience just lost it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, it was the best line ever. What do you say? This yeah. has only happened a few weeks before. Right. So interesting dude, bit of a zeitgeist of his era to a certain extent. Uh, you know, 70 years of age, had a very, I guess, private battle with cancer that nobody uh, on the outside knew about and, uh, yeah. and passed away at the age of 70. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't tell anybody apparently publicly about the cancer right. because they, they did it yesterday with an IG report or IG post that, that he wrote. Amazing. Right, right. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sorry I didn't tell you about this. Been dealing with this for a few years. Um, and, yeah, by the time he came around and reached his ma- – now, the I, I think that the tequila dance was cute, funny, and I, I got that part. <laughs> but I, I really wasn't watching. I was raising kids. I was not watching Saturday morning cartoons when that came out. Well, none out. of us no. were. We were yeah. in our late teens, early 20s. I, I was already in my 30s, had kids the whole time. Right, yeah. right. So it, it, it wasn't something that, that I was – it really wasn't part of my well, it, my the, culture. The thing to remember about the Pee Wee's the, the the show is that that came out of a stage show uh, that he did, and he had all those actors, all those characters. You know, it started off as sort of a comedy show for adults. It wasn't it wasn't a kids show, uh, and then it uh, <laughs> you're looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I know you're deeply interested in the history of Pee Wee Herman, but it was a stage show that began as an, it was kind of a comedians would get up before he went on. I mean, it was really it became very popular yeah. with adults. Uh, and then uh, once the show hit, that became a cult thing. So is he a know. dead pervert? Is he a dead? I mean, I'm driving in. That's what I hear. Dead pervert. We couldn't wait two days. Man. We couldn't take a break. <laughs> dead well, I don't, pervert? I don't know. <laughs> that, uh, Elaine says he's a dead pervert. I know she, Jimmy's she's a dead Jimmy, pervert. Jimmy says it's a, a, a it is redemp- It's a story of redemption. I don't. I, he was I, Pee I no Wee. He was weird. Neither got the joke, or you didn't get the joke yeah. with him. You know, I mean, I don't yeah. know what else. They to say had about the, him. he had the masturbation thing in the theater. Oh, God. It was the big deal, and everybody <laughs> talked about it. it all over. But then it came back in two thousand two. And was busted for having what they called at that time child porn, and then, right. they, then they brought it down to a lesser right, charge right. or whatever. Uh, you know, is he is he a Michael Jack? Was he a Michael Jackson? No, Michael Jas- Jackson was systemic, and he had uh, the cooperation of a lot of parents to groom the kids that he, we would then feed Jesus to, Jesus juice to, and hop in bed with. <laughs> That's what Michael Jackson did and was allowed to do for a long time because he was Michael Jackson. Uh, Pee Wee was he a screwed up guy? Perhaps I don't know. You know, I'm not saying I, I think highly of, of those two things that followed him, but he did have an impact on culture. And, and uh, sure. uh, Michael Jackson, now I, I got a much different feeling about Michael Jackson, but 
uh, you know, again, it's it's one of those he's one of those guys, Michael, like Michael Jackson, that defined an era. And the Gen X era and the culture of it, I, I always admired and still to this day, because there's an inherent irreverence to all of it, which I, I thought was was <laughs> which I thought was was refreshing. Yeah. You know, given uh, where things went in the in the late seventies and early eighties, so he was a part of that. You know, it's like Sinead O'Connor has her place in that zeitgeist by ripping up the picture and yeah. and the statement she made, and that you know followed her. You know, there, there's a, there's a lot of folks who were again iconic in their era, which is a really hard thing to pull off. Well, and uh, they're all slipping away, man. Just, you start. I was just about to say, you started by saying they're all going away. Well, they are. We're, just, we're at that age one. where, yeah. you know, we're becoming the old guys and uh, our uh, heroes and icons and just pure, art, you know, artistic folks, figures uh, are slipping away. So, you know. And 70 is not that old anymore. What's that? 70, 70 is not that old anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just you know, telling you, man, 70 is not that old anymore. <laughs> I hope not because I only got 11 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or No, no, wait. I got the, the math wrong there. Did I? 60, six, what, 60, what? I don't know, man. I, I, we're getting, I'm closer to 70 than I am 30. That's exactly right. You'll be there before you know That's it. That's right, man. So, you know, good times. He made a lot of people laugh, you know. And I, I, one one thing that I, I, you know, had to embrace as I, was, uh, as I was growing up and kind of developing myself is I learned that, you know, you can write a really heavy poem that, you know, touches people or makes them think about something. You could do something really deep and intellectual on the radio. But making people laugh mm-hmm. is probably one of the best things anybody can do. Mm-hmm. Because when somebody, a guy named Alan Prell used to say this out of, out of Baltimore, that, he was a talk show guy, mm-hmm. that when you make somebody laugh, for that moment they're laughing, they're happy. Mm-hmm. You can't be anything but happy when you're physically laughing. Mm-hmm. And so to give somebody the, the gift of laughter is, I think, a high art. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was certainly that. And made Boy, a lot of people was. laugh, man. Large Marge, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was Who didn't the, dig Large Marge, What man? was the name of the head that he used to talk to? I don't remember. The guy wore the blue makeup and was like, the, you know, it's just a head. It was just a head. Just a head. Just a head. And he That's would, very peewee. Yeah, he was <laughs> just, just talking, talking head, to man. a head, man. <laughs> so anyway, and the guy made these wild expressions, and he would just they they would carry on a conversation. Okay, Jimmy's got the answer for us. What's the what's the, the head? Are you talking about the couch? Didn't he talk to a chair? No, no, he had a. There was a head that used to sit on a table, and he would turn around and talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't whatever, remember that. Whatever, whatever. Do you remember? I don't remember the about? show. I didn't watch. It, it yeah. was a genie, but I don't remember. A genie. The oh, that's genie. it. Had the, right, had, the, right. had the boudoir thing on his yeah, head. I don't that's remember right. The genie's name. All right. Thank you very much. Mika Lika Hi Mika. Jaime Ho, I think. I don't know. I'm watching the video I right wasn't, now. I wasn't completely out of my mind on this. Yeah. That'd be considered so racist now, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, right. uh, God, he was just a, he was a right. weird dude. He didn't like Arabs. <laughs> he was just a, you're right. Oh, Jambi. He's Islamophobic. Jambi. 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 There you go. <laughs> yes. Jambi the guy. Okay, all right, great. And his magic word was the Mekalakahi, Mekalaka, yeah. whatever <laughs> ho. Whatever. Of course, Ho. Don, of course, so now, now Don we're back. Ho, now sister, we're back to I don't know. <laughs> now, now we're back, back to Hunter. Hunter. Right, right. All right, quick break. More, more where I'm coming up. <laughs> Tip out our friends over at Toro Skincare, toroskincare.com. You want the best? And, guys, this is made specifically for you, and it is the absolute best. Toro Skincare. I want you to find out more about it by logging on to their to their website. Helps you take your uh, grooming uh, pr- routine all the way to the next level. 
It's skin care for guys that's affordable. It is a luxury line. From the toner to the face wash to the hyaluronic acid and on and on it goes. Your friends at Toro Skin Care have got it for you. And if you mention Trey, they're going to give you, or Ware, W-A-R-E, they're going to give you 20% off. And, they, you know, it, the routine itself, is it's quick. It takes me less than two minutes to do the entire Toro Skin Care routine for my skin. I look younger, I feel younger, I feel better, and I know I'm protecting my skin too. So, fellas, it's designed specifically for you. Find out more by logging on to toroskincare.com. Your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Mecca like a high, mecca hiney ho. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering home? It's Ware and Rima, KTSA 736. Public confidence in the military is the lowest it's been since 1997. In fact, it's not been lower since 1988 when it was down to 58%. It's right around 60%, a little bit less than than that right now, according to Gallup. Um, No surprise whatsoever. Um, The military, and I'm talking about the top brass, has been focused on them. We're talking about Secretary Austin. We're talking about uh, Mark Milley and people like that. They're focused on DEI. They're focused on CRT. They're focused on all this woke crap. They're focused on guys uh, in the military being able to wear the girls' dresses and the makeup. (laughs) That's what they're focused on and not killing our enemy to the point where they have emptied out our munitions and sent them all to Ukraine. Right. Joe, meanwhile, has emptied out the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, so if we had missiles, we couldn't get them to where we need to get them to because we don't have the fuel to get to deliver right, them, right? right? Because Joe's emptied that out. So we're, we're, in, a, we're in a bad shape, and, and people are finally starting to wake up to what's been happening to the military. When Mark Milley said back in the Trump years, hey, if we were going to attack somebody, I would call them first to let them know. Call China, right? Let them know right. it's coming. And Lloyd Austin <laughs> said his number one priority is dealing with white supremacy in the military. That's my number one priority. Uh, no wonder people you know, don't have a trust, in, uh, particularly the leadership. Rank and file hadn't changed all that much, but it, it has kind of filtered out to them. But who would follow those kind of leaders anyway? Well, nobody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, I mean, they're they're really kind of chewing away at the very heart of what the military is yeah. and, and what its purpose is. And uh, you know, maybe some people will argue you saw the beginnings of this. Uh, remember in the uh, in the nineties, I think it was when they changed their slogan to an army of one, mm-hmm. and they started right. marketing towards, hey, individually, this can be great. You can get free college. You can get you know yep. a trade that you can use later on. You can be you. But you're, it's really not about being you. Yep. The ba- the basic idea of military service is it's not about you. Correct. It's about all of you as a group working cohesively, and they've destroyed that with a lot of this equity stuff. And and you and I both hear from guys and women who are serving or did serve every yeah. single day, and they're saying they're telling us it's worse than you imagine. Yeah. I would if I if I was doing the advertising campaign for any of the branches, all of them would be cohesive, and they'd all have the same message. U.S. military, kick ass and take names. <laughs> that's that's supposed to be yeah the ethic. That's it. We're here to we're here to kill bad guys yeah. and protect Americans. We will kick ass and take names. You want to join us? Yes, sir. But you know, you, <laughs> lead the way. Well, but you look at but you look at the ideology behind guys like Milley, which is indicative of how Biden thinks, how the the Clintons were renowned for their hatred of the of the military. Obama. Treat Obama. They, these are people who treat the military within their own circles, and these are military folks at the top of the food chain. Like crap, they really have a. They despise the military, 
And so they're destroying it from within. And and unfortunately, that puts us in a really bad position. Awesome. <laughs> because China and Russia, the rest of them are lining up, man. They know. Okay, um, a- another one. Yesterday, uh, John Kerry was giving a speech about global uh, boiling. Now that's yes. the new term. They're all calling it global since boiling. The, since the guy over at the at the UN called it global boiling. Now right. he, everybody's uh, calling it global boiling. But uh, John Kerry has a little bit of a different take. Now, now remember, John Kerry is a frequent user of private aircraft, <laughs> and he's also an owner of private aircraft. Although they put it into a trust, so it's not yeah. in the name of Heinz. Technically, anymore. my wife owns it. Yeah, yeah, it's in a trust now. But they still own it and they still control it. But anyway, bottom line is he he does more to harm the environment which private aircraft does not do, but he does more to harm the environment than the guy who's growing your potatoes. <laughs> but that's who he took in uh, yesterday. He said, look, 33% of global boiling is caused by the agricultural industry. Ah, yes. <laughs> so, Got to get rid of those farmers. That's right. Here's what he said. Right. He said, we cannot continue to fight global boiling and bring the temperature down 1.5 degrees and feed everybody who's on the planet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we either got to grease out the uh, the farmers or grease the people that eat their food. I mean, you know, we keep hear we keep hearing this population number thing. <sighs> have we, is, I mean, haven't we? Isn't this like a theme we're picking up now with climate change stuff? You just, you just opened the door. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You you just you know. opened the door because that's where I'm going with this. Wall Street Journal yesterday, Alyssa Finley writing a piece that says climate change alarmism is a real mental disorder. <laughs> and she lays out yeah. the case perfectly for why this is a mental disorder that people have. And Kamala was talking yesterday during that ABC thing that she was doing about how kids come up to me all the time and they're so distraught and upset. They don't believe that the planet's going to be here in two years for them to grow up and have their own kids and their own family and their right. own dreams. Kamala you know, drone, droned on about that. You got Greta Thunberg, who is just nuts. She's wacky yeah. about this, right? Well, she's but, a fame hog, too. Well, that, too. Yeah. But the people who buy off on this, they do. I believe, I believe Alyssa is correct in the Wall Street Journal that this is a mental disorder. So how close are we, then, if they are now throwing, throwing around the population thing because the guy at the U.N. is saying it? John Kerry is saying that they're all talking about there's too many people, 8 billion people on the planet. We can't feed you and cool the planet at the same time. How many people start lining up to be euthanized? <laughs> I, you know, people will, though. Certain people. That, That's why there's a movement it. in Europe a few, uh, about a 10, 12 years ago uh, that was, it was women who swore never to have babies because babies were garbage on the planet. And there were people at that point, and that ethic is now, we're seeing it more and more, that see human beings themselves as a form of, of contaminant, of, as garbage, earth-killing stuff that needs to go away. We're just so horrible. The planet would be so much better without us. I, I always go back to Elon. I, I forget you know, who he was talking to about being a speciesist. And his question was, well, what are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is Correct. our species. That's right. But they are talking more and more about population control, man. And they're teaching this in the classroom, right? They're convincing kids now because all I hear about is how awful the environment and human beings are a terrible thing on the environment. New York City now has banned handing out little ketchup packets and the little plastic knives because that's causing global boiling. Your plastic knife, when you eat your lunch, your salad, your baked potato, you're causing global. And now just growing that potato... (laughs) 
Just growing the tomato, just growing the lettuce is causing global boiling, according to the climate czar of the United States. Listen, if you, you really want to save the planet, don't you? Come over here to this line and get in line and just walk right into the gas chamber. Well, there are some people that'll do it. Right. It's right. also not lost on me that this is the party that supported farm aid and, and for many years, uh, you know, the American farmers getting trodden over by corporate interests and corporate buyouts and corporate farms. We need to save the American farmer. Now it's the American farmer is killing us all. <laughs> He's got to go. we got to stop eating, These man. These people are psychotic. <laughs> That's All right. crazy. Well, the days are coming up next. Well, here we are. We're in the middle of summertime. And summertime can be tough on folks as well. It's not just lazy days by the pool and jacking around. Summertime can mean anxiety and stress all year long. So if your, or your child or your teen or young adult is suffering, or even yourself, you can take action and find help at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. If it's addiction you're dealing with, if it's another condition, uh, maybe it's severe depression, whatever, anxiety, your friends at Laurel Ridge can help. They've been around since 1987, providing caring and compassionate treatment for young people and adults that have these issues that they deal with in everyday life. As I always say, if God woke you up this morning, he's got a plan for your life, and Laurel Ridge is going to help you. So take another step and get in touch with our friends at Laurel Ridge. They offer inpatient help for crisis stabilization, day treatment, and longer-term residential treatment if it's necessary. For a free assessment, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just call Laurel Ridge, 210-491-3591. Bank failures, the Federal Reserve. is on where in Rima? Man, it's August 1st. It's August 1st! Where did the summer go, man? It's slipping away. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see, it's homemade pie day. Mm. You like pie? I do. I like apple pie. Mm -hmm. Apple's good. I like I like French apple pie with a little bit of ice cream on top. How about pecan? I like pecan. Pecan. I like that's what I said. No. Pecan. Pecan. I like I just can't eat the pecan pie anymore because of the sharp pointy pecan edges. Pecan is a porta potty. Huh? Pecan is a porta potty. Why are you bringing urinals into no, this? No, I'm not. I'm We're just talking about you. pecans. Pecan pie made by John Sadie will blow you away. That's what I said. I, I want to yeah. taste his pecan pie. Oh, it's sometime. wonderful. It's wonderful pecan pie. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I hopefully this doesn't affect us, but it's National Girlfriends Day. Oh, uh, yes, sweetheart. <laughs> good to see you, darling. I've I love learned, what you did with your hair. I, I've learned, you know, in my second marriage that marriage in general tends to go better when you don't have any girlfriends. Well, that's you correct. Know, just if you, you know, that, I don't know where. Hundred percent. Took me a while right. to figure that one out. That's right. Uh, let's see, Worldwide World Wide Web Day. We celebrate uh, the wonderfulness that the internet has brought all of our lives. Yes. <laughs> we keep talking about the 80s. Remember the days before you'd log on? Remember the days when you got into, into your car and nobody could call you? That's right. Those were glorious I days. I do remember those days. Bring them back. Uh, it's play ball day. Watching a lot of baseball these days. I okay. enjoy baseball. Yeah. And my favorite, it's and I did not plan this, but it's Spider-Man Day. Cool. Spider-Man is my favorite comic book hero. Yes, he is. Uh, started reading Spider-Man probably when I was about 9 or 10. The comic book had only been out for about 8 or 9 years because it, it came out the year I was born. That's awesome. And I, I actually am wearing a Spider-Man shirt, and I, I did not plan that. Well, see, the, it was the universe. Speaking it's the universe, you, man. Put it all together for you, man. It's cosmic, man. Okay, it was this day, 42 years ago, that we started... <laughs> I don't know what that was. We started two-a-days. I started two-a-days for the last time. My senior year, two-a-days. Two-a-days? Two-a-days. What's that? 
That's where football practice happened at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. Oh, in the Lord. heat of August, starting August 1. Wow. And in the morning, Todd's laughing at you. He's like, well, you don't know what two days is. I don't. Is. You, you, you're laughing at you. Anyway, in the morning, the first day, you'd do all the workout for two right. hours. Then you'd run 10 wind sprints on a mile at the end of the workout for a two-hour workout. In the afternoon, you did the two-hour workout. Then you ran 11 wind sprints and a mile. The next morning, 12 wind sprints and a mile after doing two hours. And that's how it worked all during the month of August. And 42, 42 years ago today, I started my final two-a-day workout. And you know what else happened 42 years ago today? I heard you on the wireless back in 52. What is this? 42 years ago today. What is it? Isn't that amazing? Wow. I'd have no idea what you're talking about. It's the Buggles. The Buggles. MTV. MTV. Oh, 42 right. years ago today. Oh. With video killed the radio star. I'll tell you what, that was the best eight months uh, in television <laughs> history. Uh, the first eight months was great. And we've talked about this before, Trey, and we just would rush home and watch oh, MTV yeah. nonstop for hours at a time. And I can tell you that I was working here and uh, dating Nancy, and I would go, I'd get off at 10 o'clock at night and go over to her house. She had it on round the clock. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was radio on the TV, and that was a very simple concept. It round was great. Round, round the clock. It really was. For a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> then right? it started sucking. Well, I don't know why. That is the point about that song, right? Because the whole idea was radio's going to die because right. now you can see your favorite songs. Well, you can't see your favorite songs anymore. But radio's still here. Yep. Yes. There you go. <laughs> we still are here, man. Now. M MTV is showing 16 and pregnant. Right. <laughs> or some goofy, yeah. stupid show. Well, it started with the stupid game shows. Once they started with the game shows, it was all over. Because yeah. then they went into the reality TV yes. and pregnant and, yes, you know, you know. but everybody watched MTV 24 hours a day. You're right for about a month. Oh, and it was over. It was good. But it, it, it was, was gone. It was cool. It, it, it was. was so cool. And I, I loved it just because of the visuals of the of the videos were very artistic. You know and, the one that gets stuck in my head. What's that? That stupid one from Haircut 100 Love Plus One, where the guy's swinging on the branch in the studio. Yeah. God, it just stuck <laughs> in my head. And then you got uh, Our House from what is it? Madness. Madness. Madness, yeah. Madness in my, Our House. And just some of the I, songs that, you know. God. I can't unsee Bowie and Mick Jagger yeah. and Dancing in the Streets. Oh, so I wish I could erase that from go. my mind. Right. Okay, everybody my remembers mind. the Buggles. That was the first song. Right. Don, you know the, the second song. We, uh, many of us know the second song. I fell in love with her on the second song of MTV. Which, what, what was it? This was this one. Pat Benatar. Oh, yeah. Oh, you better run. What you trying to do to my heart? The old rascal song. What you trying to do to my heart? She was cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she was cool, all right. Yeah. <laughs> In a hot kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead and play time. the chorus right now. Yeah. That short haircut. And her pointing that finger at you while she was singing that. Like, oh, you baby. point that finger course, at we, me we all you want. Right. We didn't know she was dating the guitar player at the time. Yeah. But still. You know, that was the first time I'd seen him because I, I had heard him playing in, in the other bands, you know, that he'd right. been in. Yeah. But it was the first time I'd seen him, and I said, this guy is miraculous. Oh, I, I, wow. I can't say I was a huge fan in her day, but I saw her when I was in Colorado at the State Fair. Yeah. And they were fantastic. I mean, they I didn't realize just how musically 
amazing they were. Well, you know, she's together. classically trained. <coughs> I didn't know that. And yeah. he he was he on what what was what was the big song that he was on before her? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Because there were several. W- right, right. I, I, re- I later found out that he was the guitar player on Jesse's Girl. He was. Oh, I didn't know that. He oh, was. Wow. an amazing solo, and that's him. That was, that's oh, wow. right. that was after they were married, right? Right. But um, she had cut an album, and it it, it went nowhere. Absolutely right. zero place. She's classically trained, could sing all the operatic notes and right, everything. Right, right. And it didn't, just, it didn't work. And the producer knew him from all the... God, what's the name of the band? Rick, um, Rick Derringer? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Rick Derringer band and said, you need to meet her and told her you need to meet him. And when they did, the next thing you know, magic happened in the studio. He wrote and produced the, the, the next album for her. And then they got married, and they've been married ever since. So they've been they married, have. They've been married like 45 years, something like that. Well, I think he, he brought an edge to her. You know, yes. prior to Pat Benatar, yeah. I mean, with a few exceptions, women were kind of relegated to soft pop songs and, right. you know, Stevie Nicks type stuff. I mean, Stevie was about as edgy as you got. But Pat Benatar had a had a real edge to her. Yeah. It was like a black pants That's wearing, exactly right. you know, knuckled in your face kind of an edge. Break your heart. Yeah. And then and break your legs. It. And love you. <laughs> and love it. For her to break your heart. Hit me with your best shot. Please. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> All right. So you had, you had J.J. Jackson. You had Alan, right? Mark Goodman. Mark Goodman. Mark Goodman. Uh, Nina Blackwood. Uh, Nina Blackwood. Martha Quinn. And Martha Quinn. They were the ones, man. Yeah, have you seen Kurt Loder recently? No. I, well, Ooh. I think I have. He's yeah. in his 70s. He's now. an old man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really time. weird, man. Yeah. Alan's still on Sirius doing the yeah, 80s the channel. Three, and Nina is, too. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Alan, Mark, and Nina all on the 80s channel. 42 years yeah. ago. Whew. And you know, the only, the only, <laughs> only Mark Goodman uh, and J.J. Jackson had any radio experience at all. That's exactly wow. right. The rest of them were all actors or exactly just right. models of it. Yeah. All right, back in just a minute. More Wearing Rhyme on KTSA. It's hot in Texas, and our electrical grid is getting... Well, I told you yesterday about my NFL friend that his daughter passed yes. away in an airplane crash right. over the weekend. And a couple of things happened out of this. First of all, um, I wanted to mention he sent me a note that they're going to have a celebration of Devin Colley uh, Riley's life this coming Saturday, 10 a.m. at the uh, Commemorative Air Force Hangar in San Marcos. So if you think you want to go and celebrate her life, it is a life celebration. And so if you want to go and celebrate Devin's life, it's going to happen Saturday at uh, 10 a.m. in in San Marcos. Um, Our our good friend, who is Santa's wife, uh, you know, (laughs) Molly Fiorina, had written him a note uh, Bruce Colley a note when she learned of Devin's passing. And Bruce shared that note, and it was picked up by international news agencies mm. like Daily Mail, New York Post, Washington Post. They picked up on it and, and aired it uh, worldwide because it was just such a touching note. I put it on my Facebook page Right. if anybody wants to go check it out. But Molly from, from San Antonio, who we all know because uh, she's very close, closely associated with the real, the only she's, real Santa Claus. She's married to Santa Claus. That's exactly and they, right. They, yeah. It's true. That, and that's, that's, that's such a part of San Antonio Christmas. <laughs> yes, it is. So anyway, she wrote Bruce a very sweet nice. uh, note, and Bruce uh, published that note. So anyway... Um, I hope you'll you'll check that out if you want to go uh, celebrate Devin's life. It's coming up this Saturday at, at 10 a.m. That information is also on my Facebook page. Uh, Jimmy's a soccer freak. I'm not. I could care less about soccer. The Women's International Soccer Worldwide Competition thing is going on right now. You know, kind of like their Super Bowl of soccer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
So I don't know how I ended up on it yesterday, but I did while I was at home. It came up on my news channel or something. I don't know. You stumbled and, yes. and dropped the remote, and yeah. suddenly it went to soccer. Right, right. And so it was like Zimbabwe playing, I don't know, Kyrgyzstan. Okay, something like that. And you know the way soccer is because it's the international sport of sports, the number one sport on the planet. Football is actually soccer, Trey. Only Americans call football football. That's exactly right. You're supposed to at least act like you love it, right? And if you're going to be cool, you got to pretend that you love soccer. Like, sure. it's so cool, man. It means you're really, you know, expansive and progressive of mind if you yes. love soccer. It's exactly I right. I mean football. Right. <laughs> yes, let's call it by its proper terminology, shall we? It's, it's the true football. So I'm watching, and these two girls run into each other. I thought, oh, now it's going to get interesting. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a much, that's a big improvement. <laughs> Bam, they hit each other, and they both go out. Land on their backs, completely knocked out. Wow. Yeah. They, they were fine. They woke up in a minute and got back out there and ran around some more. I don't know what they're doing when they're running around, right? But they're running around. But the referee is another girl who's got her hair back in a ponytail and wearing a microphone, like Janet Jackson used to wear in her videos. And she goes over <laughs> and looks at the replay on the screen and comes back out. And I do, to this day, I don't know what she was doing. She was making a square with her fingers, and she was going, some sort of square <laughs> and she was speaking some language i'm sure really wasn't a language it's called var uh-huh. video assistant ref and the square is when they go look at the monitor like replay for the nfl right but why couldn't she just throw a flag and go 10 yard penalty for holding why couldn't she just do that why did she have to go through this whole diatribe of in some language that nobody <clears throat> understands well this is the first year that the fifa organization is having the refs explain uh what the call is and why they had to go to the square uh, VAR. Whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. He's already asleep <laughs> over here. He went to sleep. He sleeps a lot. James, you love <laughs> soccer enough for all of us. Yeah, I know. Right? I do. I do. And he made money on it a minute ago. Yes. We, oh, well, excellent. Even better. Well, we, I don't know, we the deleted the, the, what I owe. Female I soccer mean. thing of the world is going on right now. I don't know. World don't know. Cup, the biggest sport in the world. World Cup. And USA advanced this morning. I got up at 2 a.m. I used but, to wear one of those when I played baseball. I don't want to hear about your cup. Anyway, um... <laughs> Holy God. Anyway, uh, it's actually, though, in the Hispanic culture, uh, which, you know, I'm pretty much the only honky in my world. They they love it. My my son watches this all day long. You know, he loves it. Huge. Uh, People talk about it. I don't understand anything that's going on, but. If it ain't baseball, I don't watch. Well, you know who's not sponsoring this Women's World Cup? Who? Bud, Bud Light. Bud yeah. Light. Yeah. They're not involved they're not, anymore. They're not in it because all those are trannies out there. Okay. So the Biden administration announced something yesterday. They admitted to something yesterday that infuriates me to a certain degree, but a lot of the stuff that they do infuriates sure. me. Right. I've been telling you I'm looking for a new gas top right oh, because right. i want to get this done before his new rules come in which is going to outlaw essentially outlaw gas cooktops going to make them so expensive yeah. and make the flame so little bitty you won't be able to cook anything with right. it right and that's the point is he wants to control that he wants to control your gas water heater he wants to control your dishwasher they're, they've got all new regs they're coming out with on this stuff and you're, you're not really free we're not free in this country anymore there's so many regs put on everyday life right well i think that's the point that is the point <laughs> right so we're not really free. So um, millions of kids since 1965 have gone through the hunting and archery program oh, in public schools. Yeah. Right? 
and um, it, it is funded by U.S. taxpayers. And this program graduates and certifies about 500,000 kids a year. The one association that I'm familiar with has 1.3 million kids. It's in 9,000 schools. I was I saw the numbers. That's I mean I didn't realize how extensive oh, it was. It's 49 states. It's huge. It's right. gigantic. And because of their great work in the schools, accidents while hunting have just basically gone to nothing. Right. To right. nil. You know, when you look at the statistics of it, and it's largely due to this program. Kids are getting training while they're in school on how to hunt, how to be an outdoorsman or woman, how to you know do the bow and arrow for the archery and all those kind of things. Well, after Uvalde, our senator, John Cornyn, yep. wrote one of the worst anti-Second Amendment bills that's ever been written, said at the time, look, first of all, John needs to be primaried, and second of all, uh, this is going to put the nose under the, can- uh, under the tent for them to allow uh, to allow them to get into these schools and start yanking funding out of schools who have programs just like this. Well, sure enough, you give a Stalinist regime, and that's what we're dealing with here. They haven't started killing people yet, but they will. You give a Stalinist regime an opportunity to do this, and that's what they're doing. Biden is now yanking the funding from the schools, not just the funding for the program in the school, the entire you know program, the, the entire funding for the school. He's yanking that if they're teaching hunting and archery in the schools. Well, and the argument is really bizarre and stretched real thin because the program originally, in some strange way, was about training resource officers. Right. Uh, And it was based on this idea of community safety. Correct. And so the argument they're making is uh, these programs, I guess, uh, encourages the use of weapons, whether it's a bow or it's a gun. And Cornyn's now out there complaining about it, like, oh, that wasn't my intention. I didn't uh, foresee this. This is wrong. I mean, that, there's nothing to that guy. That guy's an empty suit walking around and running his mouth. Uh, but you're, it, look, you're right. The only reason you would want to do this is the same reason they want these draconian laws in the books preventing legal gun owners from owning their weapons is because they don't want anybody shooting back. They don't want people being self-reliant. Uh, James, I, I heard him say it earlier. That these broke, I, I regret that I didn't go through this when I was a kid. I think it would have helped me immeasurably when it comes to things like self-reliance and critical thinking, rather, uh, in, in that sense, as far as hunting. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how to hunt. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, a kid learning how to hunt learns not only how to hunt, but how to do a whole lot of other things that uh, will serve them in life. But it's really that cheap, right? I mean, don't we think that? That it's really oh, sure. about we don't want you people shooting back no. at us someday. No, we, we want you to, they want, they want to reprogram, as it were, kids yeah. to have a distaste for weaponry. To be scared of them. Yep, to, yep, to not like them yeah. at all, so that they don't want anything to do with them, so they'll stop buying them down the road. Right. And they realize to do this, just like they've done with so many other things, like the tranny thing and abortion and all that, Ugh. they get into the schools, they teach this to kids as they're growing up, so now they're going to teach a hatred of weapons to kids while they're growing up it's it's absolutely the worst thing they could possibly do but the bottom line to it is more government control from a fascist regime they're now they're now in there and and they don't have any money you know 
they get money from us every two weeks. They steal it from us, mm-hmm. and they skim off the top, and then they say we'll send it back to the schools. Barack Obama was world the, the world worst at doing this because he was the one who told all the schools across America, if you don't like the fact that your daughter is showering with a boy at 13, 10, 13, 14 years old in school, well, then we'll just yank the federal funding from the schools, and the schools will go broke if the schools don't allow it. Well, yeah. So, it, it's from the, the basic fascist handbook, that's get what them with their kids. That's why we had the Hitler Youth. That's why you have these organizations get into the school systems so that by the time they're 11, 12, or 13, they've already been indoctrinated. But but you the know? schools are supposed to be there. Well, that's not, this isn't why they're there. They're supposed to be there to teach kids independence, oh, yeah. like how to survive on your own, yeah. how to go out and make a living, how to create a household, how to raise a family and be independent. And by the way, if you want to or need to, Go out and hunt your own food. Feed yourself. You yes. can be self-reliant. Well, but we, we've seen the complete inversion of that. Right. Now the, the focus is reliance on government, reliance on this organization, reliance on this. Uh, guns bad, weapons bad, hunting bad. It's toxic. It's masculine. Bad. Climate change real. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we talk about college a lot of times, but but by the time they get to college, they're already – this is all matter of fact for them. That's and I, right. I, can, I can say also from my own personal experience, I didn't go through a lot of this stuff. Right. And I went through a school system that very subtly, yeah, guns were bad. I never held a weapon until I was 40. Right, right. And, and that fear, creating that fear of these things in young people sets them up for life, man. Well, like I said, since they started this program in 1965, the numbers statistically of accidents while out hunting sure. have just plummeted because kids now know. Kids who come from a background like yours that weren't taught that at home, they weren't taken out hunting, they weren't it, taught all this stuff at home, they learn it in the schools, so when they do go out, they know how to do it safely. Well, and conversely, you get the other kids that grow up in these East Coast cities, these li- liberal cities, who don't know how to handle weapons, and they go out, join a gang, and all of a sudden they have access to all the weapons in the world. Well, they and, don't know how to use them. And that's the other side of this, too, is Joe is more than happy to fund the tranny program uh, at the school. Uh, He's yes. more than happy to bring in the, the what do they call, the, the drag queens that strip for kids. He's right. more than happy to do that. He's more than happy, because he said it, to fund you if you want to remove your son's penis and, ru- and ruin his life, he's more than happy to pay for that. It's but he won't s- pay for this hunting and archery program. Right. It's a sin, in fact. It's a sin to not support your kid having their own genitals removed. But, again, it's this general disdain that you see from people who want to live in a fascist state where they run the table, this, this general disdain for not only weapons and guns and bows and arrows, but for that whole, that whole idea of being outdoors and s- surviving on your own and, and doing that stuff. So that's a great point because today is the day. It marks 178 days since the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Mm-hmm. 178. Today marks 152 days since Joe Biden said he swore, I'll come visit you guys. 152 days. He's never been. He's sitting on the beach because he hates those people. He hates people like that. Conservative, independent-minded folks. He doesn't like those people. He can't stand those people. And that's a, this is another dig at him right here. Well, that's why they hate the Aldean song so much. Yes. These, these people actually really despise small-town America and, yes. and everything about it. Yes. Really, they do. Well, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. I want to talk to you for just a second about your safe showers, giving your bathroom a completely new look and feel by replacing your old bathtub with a safe, stylish designer walk-in shower. Now, these beautiful showers create a brand new look and total new feel for your bathroom. And they eliminate the dangerous step up, you know, to get in there and take a shower.
They also feature a low-profile entry, slip-resistant floors. You get all kinds of options, and that, that's how it works. You just call Chris or Joan. They are the owners of Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. They come on out to your home and help you design your Safe Shower. The colors, the fixtures, the lighting, the seating, the shelving, all those kind of things. You, you choose all that. You design all that. They go build it. And then they come back to you in a couple of weeks, and they say to you, okay, when would you like for us to install it? And it takes them two days or less to tear out what you have now and install your safe shower and leave you with a safe shower and a gorgeous brand-new-looking bathroom, and they take $1,000 off if you mention Treyware. That's Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. Hot, high 104 today. It's 80 right now at KTSA. Good morning. We are in good Where in Rima? You know, we really, again, haven't hit the big story of the day. Please. It's so important, Trey. Lay it on me. We often, we often ask ourselves, what, what can I do? Right. What can I do in my small way to help make it a better world? Okay. Well, Mark Hamill has an idea. Oh, yeah? Who played Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. In fact, Mark, if you hadn't played Luke Skywalker, you'd still be known as that guy that was in that Ron Howard car movie. Yeah, and I'm your father. <laughs> and I'm Mark Hamill. We need a tweetless Tuesday. We need to boycott Twitter because Elon Musk is doing something bad or something. Uh, Here's Mark Hamill. He's not self-important at all. No. Listen to this. This will only be effective if everyone, all caps, <laughs> refrains from tweeting. Okay. Parentheses. Xing. <laughs> Xing. Uh, on August 1st, today is Tweetless Tuesday. Let's, uh, I hate this. Let's show the owner the, all caps, power of the people. <laughs> uh, okay. Mike, it's not, it's not 1969 anymore, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, would it kill you to keep your thoughts to yourself for one damn day? Read a book. Mark Hamill, you're tweeting. Yeah, right. You're, he sent us with a tweet. You tweeted that, you <laughs> jackass. You Jedi jackass. <laughs> he had oh to tweet it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got to make sure we boycott Elon and Twitter. <laughs> and let's do it on Twitter. Let's let's tweet about how we shouldn't tweet. You know, if he wants to boycott him, he can do what I do, like with Target and some other stores. I just don't go in there. I don't make a big deal out of it. Don't, I'm not, just don't go. Don't tweet don't about tweet. it. <laughs> don't tweet about how you shouldn't tweet. <sighs> And what's he upset about? Okay. What, the bird going away? Right. What, what is bothering these people no, so much, ha- man? They hate Elon because Elon is not controlling what's happening on Twitter. He's allowing conservatives to have a place to talk. And liberals like Mark Hamill can't have it. They can't no. have conservatives having a voice. And they need to change their slogan from power to the people to power to the man. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, <laughs> give it to the man. Do what the man says. Well, he did say it's August 1st, right? That's today. We're not supposed to tweet. Well, and we did mention at the top of the hour, 30 minutes ago, that it was 42 years ago today <laughs> that MTV began. So how about another MTV video from that time? What? Sure. Let her rip. Yeah. Remember the Clash? Oh, yeah. Rock yeah. the Casbah. Yeah. Turn it back up, Jimmy. We're just playing some of our favorite MTV videos. It's MTV Day, yeah. I don't remember the Saudi dude at the beginning of this video and the armadillo running. Oh, yeah. You don't the armadillo. That? Oh, yeah, running yeah, around the oil well. I don't remember much in the 80s, especially the second half. Uh, yep. You had them dancing around in oil, Derek, and you had an armadillo going across the screen. The yeah, the sheik drove a Cadillac. That's exactly right. You got it. The sheik and wow. a Cadillac. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Great song. People love the Clash, right? Yeah. They love them. It, I, I was listening to this song on the radio one day when it first came out, and my mom was down the hallway, and she she could hear it, but she didn't really know what they were saying. She thought they were saying the F word. Oh, yeah. Well, we all did. Yeah, yeah. Point, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we all kind of think yeah, that? So the next Briefly. thing I know, it's like, what are you listening to in there? <laughs> That's the devil's you music. foul mouth punk. <laughs> That's right. right. Play that one backwards. See yeah. what it says. Right. Wow. All right. More, another break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, it's Stevens Roofing. It's It really is super important about the roof over your head. That really protects your family, protects your largest investment, your home. And it's Stevens Roofing. They will do a complete check of your roof, a complete investigation of your roof to see if anything's going on. And right now, you know, you don't just need storms. What you need and and what you get when you have bad roofing, uh, a lot of that can come from the heat and the sunshine that's beating down on your shingles and drying everything out. So you want an inspection done on your roof, and they will not charge you for that inspection. And Stevens does it all the time. Stevens Roofing, they're great people over there. They're local. They're San Antonio folks. They care about San Antonio folks, and they care They understand your roofing conditions and the weather conditions that we deal with here. Stevens Roofing for you. Check them out. StevensRoofing.net. For the highest quality hardwood flooring, tile, carpet. It's 837. Warren Rima on KTSA. Are we getting close to election time something? I don't know. Are we? Are things picking up politically? Just a smidge? Newsmax putting out a tweet this morning. Discovering California earlier this month of an illegal lab linked to China that was filled with dangerous biological agents has Far East experts concern that Beijing could be preparing for war against the U.S. and doing it from American soil. If people aren't aware of the story, they found a biological lab in California that was linked to uh, China and it had all these biological agents in that lab. Right. And apparently it's coming out of Beijing. So this morning, this morning, ABC Good Morning America, in their first half hour, they do an entire segment on the resurgence of COVID. It's coming back. Numbers are up 12%. Now, they've got some of the hospitalizations and stuff are kind of flat at this point. But, Sean, the reason those numbers are flat is because we have a, a reporting lag. You sure, see. yeah. Right. We'll get around to that. Yes. It's bad once, we, once you see the real numbers. Exactly. It's pretty bad. Once man. we come up with them and make them up, then it's going to be really bad. And COVID is coming back, so we must be in an election season. We're not surprised, are we? No. Nope. You knew it. I just knew it. Didn't you know it? Yep. We're going to have another resurgence of COVID <laughs> in the ramp up to the to the next election. I mean, it's it's it, it was almost a given. This boy's put his last mask on. I, I, I'm done. No, I'm done. But, but you know that there are people who will fall right of back course. lockstep with that stuff. Absolutely. They'll put the masks back on. There are some people who never took the damn masks off. That's right. And because the right people are going to be telling them this, like ABC News, uh-huh. at, like the president, I'm sure, at some point, that, hey, hey, pal, not a joke, COVID's back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, start thinking about, you know, uh, other people and how he should live because they they ultimately want to do what? Shut down the election, impact the election. This is how they won the election the last time, by cheating. And COVID is here. And COVID is real. People are getting COVID all the time. They're also getting the flu. They're getting a cold. You know, they're getting stuff all the time. Right. It's, it's around here. But now, again, it's time to weaponize it. And, of course, sure. ABC is going to lead. Of course, they're going <laughs> to carry the torch on it, right? Right. They're going to be the vanguard on, on here Here comes their, their – they're going to put their numbers back up on the screen again. We're going to get their board, their COVID board again. Yeah. The numbers are surging in California, and they're falling over here. And they're going back up in Texas. Watch. It's all coming back. One thing, that, one, one thing we say also, because this is their – I guess, let's see, one, two. This will be their third time at bat as far as cheating a presidential election. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, now we both believe uh, that this was intentional uh, via the Wuhan lab and elements within this country at the NIH. No doubt. Okay, and one of the purposes was to not only derail the final reel of Donald Trump's presidency, but also to prevent him from getting in there again. And they used COVID to rewrite state election laws on the fly, and it worked for them. But what what have they done through each of these? They've improved. Mm -hmm. they've done something to improve the cheat now if the cheat if part of the cheat last time was an intentional virus released in china how do you improve the uh, methodology put the lab in california next time release it within the united states then you don't have to deal with all these dead europeans and chinese and you can achieve the same outcome which the chinese and this uh, current government both want, which is no Donald Trump and a puppet in the office. And it's no mistake. It is no mistake that it's ABC that's doing the story. Oh, yeah. They're the biggest propaganda machine out there, so they're doing the story. Oh, my God, here it's back. It's rising again. Look out. Here it <coughs> comes. It's a freight train. It's going to get you. It's lurking around every corner. And, and and at the same time, they do this interview with Kamala Harris where she's all presidential, sitting properly, not giggling her ass off, all that kind of stuff. They're moving, and they're moving fast, right? Right well, why do they suddenly want to resurrect her numbers? They haven't given a crap about that since she's Joe. been in office, right? They're kicking him out. So I think it's interesting. You have a you have a lab now in California that has these kinds of agents uh, available to them. Uh, you you see suddenly this preening over Kamala Harris and this uh, putting this crap out there that the numbers aren't real or that they're I don't know a QAnon plot or whatever whatever they however they spin it. I mean, the chess pieces are all lining up. you got more indictments coming against Trump. Things are getting hot and heavy for uh, uh, Hunter in, in that regard. So it, I don't, it's nothing that surprised me. No, they're, they're going to boot Joe. Um, they've got it all set up right now. It'll right. be amazing to see if he comes back even from this vacation. But in, in the, at the end of the day, the person who's going to need the pardon is not Donald Trump. It's going to be Joe Biden. Him and Hunter will need the pardon for bribery. Here's, here's Trump commenting on, uh, on Joe Biden. We have somebody that's not at the top of this game, never was at the top of a game, never was. We have a guy who's a dumb son of a bitch, and to allow this to happen. Yeah. Our yep. Country. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't have said it more plainly than that. Yes. More Warren Rhymer coming up. You know, foundationsupportspecialist.com will repair your foundation if that's necessary. It starts with a free inspection, and I'm talking about something that's no obligation whatsoever. They'll come look at your foundation. They are the real pros, the real experts on foundations. And if you have a the beginnings of a problem or you're mid-season in a problem, they can help with the fix of that. They guarantee their fix for the life of the structure. Nothing is more important when it comes to your most important investment. That's the foundation. That is the very thing that your home is resting on. And with foundation failure, your home starts to fail and literally starts to come apart at the seams. Do not let that happen. And dry weather is one of the biggest culprits of this. So get some professional eyes on your foundation. Just rule out. I mean, chances are you don't have a problem, but you've got to rule that out and have the peace of mind. And for those of you that they catch with a problem, they can fix it and guarantee it for the life of the structure. Just reach out to them on their website. Let them know I told you to to reach out to them and schedule that free, no-obligation foundation inspection. That's foundationsupportspecialist.com, foundationsupportspecialist.com. The healthiest patients in San